New and recently opened in theaters are a few films. First up is the animated comedy adventure from Illumination and Universal Pictures. It's the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, this is written by Matthew Fogel and directed by Aaron Hovarth and Michael Yelenick. Uh, I'll be actually reviewing this film in the podcast today, but just to give you an overview in case you haven't heard about it, this is a uh, video game movie based on uh, the Nintendo's Mario games that have been out for, for many years, and I think many generations have played uh, this on various uh, Nintendo uh, gaming consoles. Uh, this, though, is actually a collaboration between Illumination and Nintendo. And they uh, joined forces to bring a big screen adventure starring one of pop culture's most prominent plumbers, <laughs> Mario, and his brother Luigi. Uh, this film is uh, very, you know, designed to be very family friendly. I'll be getting more of that into, into my review and also really tries to be true to the games. Uh, they have some, a bit of a backstory. Uh, Mario and Luigi live in Brooklyn in New York. They are plumbers uh, and uh, they, you know, have, a, they have, I think they're both, they play them to be both single, uh, but they've got a family, you know, they've got parents and this extended Italian family. And uh, they have this plumbing business. They uh, heed a call to a, a huge pipe break that happens in, in Brooklyn, which leads them into a big pipe into the video game world. And, uh, there they meet Toad, who's voiced by Keegan-Michael Key, Princess Peach, who's voiced by Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, I should mention that Mario is voiced by Chris Pratt. Luigi is voiced by Charlie Day. Um, anyway, uh, they, have a big, they have a big video game adventure, of which I'll be giving you a full review. So... Uh, so the Super Mario Brothers movie is rated PG by the Motion Picture Association for action and mild violence. Next up this weekend is the film Air. Uh, it's a drama from MGM. It's written by Alex Convery and directed by Ben Affleck. Uh, ben Affleck uh, joins up again with his BFF Matt Damon uh, in this film. Jason Bateman's in it and uh, Viola, Dale, uh, Viola Davis. It's a great cast. It's an interesting story about how Nike, as in the shoe company, got the deal to collaborate with basketball superstar Michael Jordan to make the Air Jordan line of athletic shoes. Uh, it's a fact-based drama, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I understand it had they got Michael Jordan's blessing, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but he's really not in the movie. It's really focused on his parents. So, anyway, uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Air. It's uh, rated R by the Motion Picture Association for Language Throughout. Uh, also opening up this weekend is the comedy drama Paint. This is from IFC Films. 
It's written and directed by Britt McAdams. My only familiarity familiarity with this was seeing a poster in 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 a movie theater. Uh, it stars Owen Wilson, and he looks like that painter Bob Ross, as you may recall. This the Happy Little Trees painter who's got the big afro, and he had that painting show which played on PBS. Uh, this film is not about Bob Ross, but it's it's got a character who's kind of like playing a Bob Ross sort of character. So Owen Wilson stars as Carl Nargle, who is Vermont's, as in the state of Vermont's, uh, number one public TV painter. And, um, and, and it sounds like he really lets it go to his head um, and his hair. He's got this signature perm. He's got a fancy custom van. Um, he's got loyal fans uh, all over the state. Uh, and everything's going great for him until a younger and a better artist uh, whose character name is Ambrosia. She's, she's played by Ciara Renee. Um, she steals everything and everyone that Carl loves. So, uh, you know, I don't know if this is kind of like an all about Eve sort of thing where Ambrosia is targeted him or she's just, you know, kind of lands in it and, and, and just is a better artist, you know, I don't know. It's, it, it's gotten pretty rotten reviews. So, uh, I'm probably not going to be running out to see this. But paint is rated PG-13 by the Motion Picture Association for sexual suggestive material, drug use, and smoking. Uh, last week, the film Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves opened. This is a fantasy action comedy from Paramount Pictures. It's written and directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, uh, and also written by Michael uh, Gilio. Uh, this is a uh, film presentation or a story that is uh, based on the Dungeons and Dragons role-playing game. So never having played D&D in my life, I don't know if any of this is true <laughs> to, to the game. Uh, are they just doing it kind of in name only? Looks like there's a lot of CGI, but it also... I think is heavy from what I've from what I understand it's heavy on the comedy, which sounds like it is to his benefit, and that it actually is a pretty fun ride, and that you really and what I've been told is that you don't have to be familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the game, if you want to check out this movie. Uh, it stars Chris Pratt, excuse me, Chris Pine, <laughs> Chris Pratt's and Mario Brothers, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Reg Jean Page. And Hugh Grant, and uh, you know, I, I might, I might go check this out. Uh, uh, we'll see, but I, I'm not really opposed to it, and I'm glad. I hope people are are, are having fun. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves is rated PG-13 by the Motion Picture Association for fantasy, action, violence, and some language. So. Again, new in theaters this week. We're, we're you know starting to get some movies. We got the Super Mario Brothers movie, Air, Paint, and Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, which opened up last week. So lots of choices at the movie theater.
podcast. I'm actually really embarrassed about it. I neglected to mention the film John Wick 4 that opened up the end of March. So anyway, my apologies. So I made up for it by seeing it. Uh, this is probably the kind of film that I typically don't really gravitate to, which is, you know, an R-rated um I call, it's a, it's an action movie but it's mostly it's just it's a it's a fight movie and a gun battle movie among other things so just violent 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 but uh incredibly stylish now this is is you know I mean no doubt being called John Wick 4 this is the fourth in the John Wick films um the director Chad Stileski and actor Keanu Reeves have collaborated on. Stileski's directed all of these movies. And so there's a, there's a level of continuity. I, I saw John Wick, the original John Wick, and actually thought it was terrific. You know, again, R-rated fight movie, uh, but it was so stylish. And I thought it had a lot of heart to it. Uh, then I went and saw John Wick 2 when it came out and, you know, reading that the creative team was the same. And I just thought it really fell flat, that it was just kind of this one note movie. They just were fighting in this, these, these neon bathed, uh, you know, sets. And um, it was just, it was a, and just a total drag. I, I didn't care for it. So because of that, I skipped the third John Wick film. But uh, now here we are in 2023, John Wick 4 comes out, and it, uh, and again, I felt bad because I forgot to mention it. <laughs> it was just so not on my radar. But uh, wow, I'm actually really glad I went to see this. And of course, I can't give this a wide recommendation just because of the violence. But uh, this movie really delivered something I thought unique and special. So they, uh, there's, it's a bit of a globe trotting movie. And of course, some of it's just, you know, in sets, uh, and whatnot, and it could be anywhere. And I think there's a lot of CGI backgrounds used in this film, but uh, I'm not using that as a criticism. I thought that it was just incredibly creative. So it, it opens up in Japan and, um, John Wick is uncovering a path to defeating this, you know, this group, the High Table, which I think are, you know, his kind of main set of, of enemies. And if I'm not mistaken, they're the people that killed his dog um, that, is, that his uh, recently deceased wife gave him back in the first movie. Um, but before Wick can earn his freedom, he must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes. Uh, the film really gets going when they uh, uh, they go to Paris, and I I got to tell you, there's the set piece where they, uh, John, you know, where John Wick is fighting these bad dudes, uh, and the circle around the Arc de Triomphe, you know, with the traffic. So, uh, just the way this thing is choreographed is just. I just was kind of smiling the whole time, even though it's a bloodbath. The uh, uh, so I just thought it was so creative and so stylish. And then the finale, 
uh, again, which is in Paris, just, just, uh, will, will knock your socks off if you're, if you, if you like these, if you like these action movies. Um, again, Keanu Reeves returns as, 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 uh, John Wick, Lawrence Fishburne's in it. Um, Ian McShane is in it again. I remember him from, from the first one. Uh, and then a whole other, other cast of characters. Uh, I didn't, uh, Donnie Yen is absolutely fantastic, uh, in this. So anyway, lots of, there's lots to like, if you like this genre and, and, uh, just thought this movie was incredibly stylish. It was the number one movie around the world when it opened also uh, at the end of March. So again, another um, black eye on me <laughs> for spacing out on it. Uh, I think, you know, with adult uh, moviegoers that, that, that like this type of action movie, if, you know, it's, 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 it's really solid. So, so that's, that's uh, John Wick chapter four. Now for something at the complete and opposite end of the spectrum. Um, I saw the Super Mario Brothers movie, as I mentioned earlier. And just want to talk about it for, for a bit. So, as you know, this movie is based on the Mario Brothers, or just the Mario, the Mario games, uh, uh, with, with, with Mario, Luigi, Donkey Kong, etc. Uh, not that I'm a big gamer, but... I've got nieces and nephews and, you know, they played these Nintendo games when they were little. So I played, uh, I often would play, uh, the games along with them and, or, uh, we still kind of carry on the tradition. Uh, we have a Mario game night or a Mario Kart night and, uh, you know, and other things like that. And so, uh, these are characters that I'm familiar with some of these lands I'm, I'm familiar with. Um, and they, I thought that just you know seeing the previews, that both Illumination and Nintendo really nailed the look of this because again it, it it's they make it look very cinematic, very polished, and this you know the CG animation is phenomenal. Uh, but I but then you know the story starts. <laughs> That's where I think that. This film isn't going to necessarily work for a multi-generational audience. I think if you're eight years old, you're going to, you know, think you'd die and gone to heaven. But, and, and happily the screening that I, I went to, uh, it was full of families and of kids. And, and number one, it was just so nice to be in a full theater, frankly, and I thought the kids actually were, were very well behaved, and I think probably because they were very engaged in in the movie. Um, but the the story, the script, while I appreciated that they were really trying to pay you know a proper homage to the video games that you know these characters live in, it um, it just was not very interesting. I thought as far as just, just a, uh, you know, film. the, the, the voice cast is terrific. As mentioned, Chris Pratt plays Mario, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach, Charlie Day is Luigi, um, Jack Black plays Bowser, you know, the bad guy. And, 
I think a lot of people would say that he's he steals the show. I mean, Jack Black can just be so over the top; it just makes it fun. And that's you know, Bowser is such a over the top villain. Um, so so it worked. But uh, so it's I guess as an so I, I guess as an adult, I felt it was eye candy and fun to see that these characters were tried to show some or tried to uh, get some. Uh, TLC or, you know, or a proper, uh, show them pro- proper respect. But what I thought what ended up though was really, really an uninteresting, uninteresting story. I frankly wish that they could have given the comedic nature of the staff and maybe there were more jokes than I realized. And I know humor's hard, but I wish that they could have, uh, made it funnier made it quippier. Uh, but then also I, that's just from an adult point of view, an adult point of view. I think that the, uh, you know, all the eight year olds in the audience were thrilled. Uh, I saw that it got a cinema score rating of a, so I would assume that there were lots of children in the audience. Uh, I, I wouldn't give it an A. I, I probably would give it a C if, if they handed it to me. But full knowing full well that I'm not the target audience, and and uh, you know not all movies have to appeal both to kids and adults. Although I sure think it's nice when they do. So anyway, there you have it. Uh, the Super Bar Super Mario's Brothers movie is in theaters now, as is John Wick Four. Classic Cinema Corner, we've got a few things to cover. First up, if you're lucky enough to be going to the Turner Classic Turner uh, Classic Movies Classic Film Festival this month, I hope you're going to have a great time. That film festival is April 13th through the 16th. Uh, it's in Hollywood, California. Unfortunately, my schedule is not permitting me to go this year uh, because it's just one of my favorite events. Uh basically just three and a half days of, of seeing classic movies on the big screen, either in the TCL Chinese theater or in the Chinese theater multiplex, which is right next door. Uh, Also in some other venues that are just in the neighborhood. So it's, it's a, it's a marvelous event. And uh, anyway, if you go send me a message on Instagram, I'll be anxious to hear what your experience is and what you see and who you see. Uh, cause there's often, uh, you know, movie stars there, people that worked on the films. It's just, it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Uh, the, uh, uh, Fathom events has got a couple things coming up. First off is a 20th anniversary screening of the Lord of the Rings, the return of the King. Um, and you know, who can believe that that movie is 20 years old? Uh, but here we are. The uh, they're showing the extended edition, and uh, please forgive me, but I I sure seem like the just the the, the original the one I saw in theaters is, is the extended. But I know that there's been others that Peter Jackson has has uh, has tweaked. Uh, 
but it's listed on the website that this this is this is the extended edition. So I don't know if that means it's five hours. <laughs> Not sure, um, but still, what a great film! And uh, it's it's going to be screened on April thirteenth, and again on April twentieth. So just those two dates. Check the Fathom Events website for more information and to find a theater near you. Near you, I'll have a link to this also in the podcast notes on my blog. Um, speaking of Fathom Events, too, they've got their their uh, big screen classics movie for April is The Big Lebowski. Uh, this is a twentieth, excuse me, a twenty fifth anniversary screening of this hilarious and quirky comedy um, about bowling. A severed toe, um, white Russians, and then of course a guy named the dude, plays uh, played by by Jeff Bridges. Uh, this is this is such a, a cult classic, and um, you know what a great cast. As I mentioned, Jeff Bridges, John Goodman, Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it, John Turturro, um, and and directed by the Coen Brothers. So uh, the Big Lebowski is going to be playing in theaters April 16th and April 20th. Uh, again, check the Fathom Events website for more information to find and to find a theater near you. And I'll have a link in the podcast notes on my blog to this too. Finally, uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, the Warner Brothers uh, Studios is celebrating its 100th birthday too. Uh, it... Uh, turned 100 this week. And, you know, the Warner Brothers actually were brothers. There were, there were four, four, four brothers that started the studio. And, you know, what a, what a great studio. Uh, and, and it's still, and it's still uh, going strong. But Turner Classic Movies, uh, the, the cable network, they are celebrating, you know, that, you know, Warner Brothers is their parent is the parent company of Turner Classic Movies. So they're, you know, they're affiliated. And what they're doing this month is they're only showing Warner Brothers films. Uh, and, you know, there are a lot of them because the studio has been around for it for a hundred years, but they're showing feature films and uh, cartoons. You know, Warner Brothers is the home of Looney Tunes with, you know, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and on Porky Pig and all those, you know, just brilliant uh, comedic shorts and, you know, in short films too. So, so, uh, if you want to brush up on your Warner brothers history and enjoy some, some varied and great cinema tune into, to Turner classic movies this month, I'll have a link in the podcast notes, my blog to the schedule. If you haven't already seen it, so you can, uh, choose some things to watch. Cause, uh, and they've been also putting a lot of stuff on their social media too about it. So anyway, uh, exciting to celebrate the 100th anniversary of Warner Brothers and make sure to check out TCM for some great Warner Brothers films. Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present podcast. Again, links and more information about the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Links are also on the blog. I'm also putting the podcast, uh, just, it's audio only, but I'm putting it on YouTube, and I'll have a link to that on the in, 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 on the podcast notes on my blog as well. Uh, as always, I hope you will enjoy some good movies this week. 
whether they be from the past or the present. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, be safe out there and dedicate yourself to the truth. Thank you.